Welcome to the Rising Consciousness Show, 20 minutes of soulful insights and powerful tools to elevate your life experience and create with higher clarity, intention, and vision. I'm Tara Antler, intuitive healer and soul coach. And I'm King Gabriel, spiritual teacher and practitioner. And we are the co-founders of Ascension Academy of Life. A global center for spiritual growth, intuitive healing, and soul alignment. Get ready to blast off. Okay, everyone, welcome back to Rising Consciousness. I am so excited to be with you again for another day where we are elevating our consciousness, lifting it up to that soul level so that you can experience fulfillment, bliss, and the most awesome life. That's what we all want. We want to experience that awesome everything in every area of our life. And I'm so excited to introduce you to someone who is living that. She speaks it, she breathes it. She has been living it for a long time. And I want to say a few words about this beautiful divine soul uh, that I have here, Dr. Soul Mortar. She is an international speaker, a master of bioenergetic medicine and quantum field visionary. Dr. Sue redirects the flow of energy patterns in the body to activate full human potential. Through her seminars, her retreats and presentations, she illuminates the relationships of quantum science, which I love quantum science. If you guys don't know about quantum physics and quantum science, you gotta check it out. She also talks about energy medicine as well as the elevation of human consciousness, which is what we're talking about today, and life mastery. Dr. Sue draws upon her experience of over 30 years, both as a doctor and as a facilitator of groups and individuals interested in natural healing and a better life. She also shares her developments from a perspective drawn from life-changing awakening during ancient meditation practices. You guys know I love meditation. Her globally taught energy codes coursework, which we're going to talk about today, teaches individuals how to clear subconscious memory blocks and how to master the energetics of their lives. She's also a member of the Transformational Leadership Council and is the founder of the Mortar Institute for Bioenergetics, an organization committed to teaching individuals self-healing techniques and a new approach to life based on quantum science. Dr. Sue, I am so excited to have you here. Welcome. Thank you, my dear. It is wonderful to be with you. And I always love uh, connecting in this conversation and in this way. And I so appreciate who you are and what you're doing by bringing all of this together. So I, I definitely look forward to where we get, get to go and play today. Me too. I'm so excited. And as you guys know, we intuitively flow with the conversation. I think it's so beautiful how Dr. Sue and I actually connected because I first saw her my very first time at Agape International Spiritual Center. Right after I did my yoga teacher's training, I got back from Costa Rica. I had just turned 30 and I, everything was telling me, go to California, go to California. License plates, songs, everything was pointing in the direction of California. So I'm like, Okay, away we go. And I ended up at Agape and Michael Beckwith didn't happen to be there that day. And the place was so packed that I ended up sitting where the choir normally sits in behind. And next thing you know, they call up this bright shining light in a white, funky, awesome, trendy suit, short blonde hair, and she blew me away. And it was this amazing woman that you see sitting in front of you. So I love how everything's just come right around full circle. Right, right. It is amazing. You know, it's it's meant to be, right? We cross the paths. We're always being guided uh, across this tapestry that connects us with what our true destiny is to be. And so vibrationally, it's a connection. And here we are today. We get to play some more. So I love it. It's so great. It's so great. So let's jump in because one of the things that you bring forward is talking about energy codes. And I know anybody that looks up your work, they're going to be curious and be like, what's energy, energy codes? 
Yeah. So what are the energy codes is uh, it's a it's a pretty fun conversation and it's uh, it's pretty expansive. But the energy codes are basically uh, a series of principles and practices that allow us to identify as the soulful self instead of uh, getting stuck as the protective personality that we have a tendency to live as in our survivorship in our performance oriented culture we get very externally oriented and the energy codes are really showing us how to get out of our head and and not only land in our hearts but to deepen our hearts into our deep wisdom because the wisdom of the soul uh, resides very deeply in the core of our being as far as learning to access it and tap into it with the mind so if you think of it like the soul speaks to the body and the body speaks to the mind and the mind doesn't listen and we have to teach the mind how to listen to what the soul is constantly trying to reveal because the body doesn't lie. So I came to it through uh, my own personal experience and having a history in healthcare, uh, I was very oriented around how does the body heal itself? How do, how do we, from a natural perspective, live our most full potential? So when I had the big awakening that I had in consciousness, and came to it from this perspective of natural healthcare, it kind of dovetailed in a blend of science and spirituality that I have um, codified uh, for people when I wanted to be able to reproduce the spiritual experience that I was having, I, I kind of turned my life into a living laboratory and I began to codify what it took for me to be able to return to the elevated state of consciousness that I had accidentally stumbled into during some ancient meditation practices. And so the energy codes became a, a rollout uh, effect of what it took for me to be able to recreate that, um, that high level of consciousness for myself and then to turn and uh, teach other people how to do that. So, so that's I love that. No, I love that. And you know, one of the things I, that I wrote down that I'd like to touch on is a lot of people, especially in the rising consciousness conversation, a lot of people, I mean, people are at different spaces within consciousness, but still people I find get caught, even myself every now and then get caught in that feeling of the survival, like you were talking about and the succeeding and everything else. And so when we think about the rising up out of all of that, what's one of the things that you do to have that inner shift or inner awareness? Because from what I was hearing is it's one of those awareness pieces, but what is it that you do to allow yourself to come up in those moments where you might be, you know, coming back down? Okay. So we have to recognize, first of all, there's nothing wrong with coming back down because every time we rise up, I guarantee you, you're going to have to come back down. So what, the energy codes do is teach you how to do that consciously and intentionally so that you don't have to unconsciously or by some default mechanism find yourself uh, trying to ground yourself and anchor yourself in a way that you're not aware of. And here's what I mean. The entire universe is expanding and contracting and expanding and contracting and expanding and contracting and expanding and contracting. And so it isn't the same. It's not an expansion and a contraction and an expansion and a contraction. It's getting bigger. Every pulsation for all of creation is increasing. It's expanding. So human consciousness is expanding. So every time you have an expansion in your own awareness, in your own elevation, uh, your own higher vibrational frequency, you're going to have to anchor that. So what I'm teaching in the energy codes is 
teaching people how to anchor it consciously so they don't have to wait for life to bowl them over to feel like they fell flat on their face in order to have this anchoring that has to accompany every expansion in the course of someone's life. So what do I do uh, if I feel that I'm coming back down? It's it, I welcome it because I know if I'm coming back down, I'm coming back down for a reason. So if there's conscious intentionality about about your vibration coming more inward or feeling heavier or feeling withdrawn or or what have you if we could stop judging that as bad and recognize it's part of a grand plan that's happening that's really facilitating the sustainability of our own expansion because if i expand and i anchor and i expand and i anchor it's at this anchor point i'm going to be able to um sustain this expansion if i don't anchor here uh, I don't know who I am. I have a hard time answering questions and coming to life in a proactive fashion and feeling clear and focused in the world, etc. So, so all of it's playing a role. And one of the most important things that we can do is to embrace when we feel high and embrace when we feel low and understand that both of them are playing with each other in a stair-stepping process that will always continue to lead toward the unfoldment of our soul's purpose. We, we can't do this wrong. It's just, we can do it painfully, but we can't do it wrong. And so the whole idea is to learn how to do it with joy. And the first and foremost thing is uh, learn to come up and stay anchored in that state uh, so that we're not um, constantly trying to find ourselves in a better place again. So hopefully that's helpful. No, I love that because I think what happens is people get caught in or maybe even addicted sometimes to always wanting to feel really good. And if they're not feeling really good, they think something's wrong. Or if they're not feeling super successful or super abundant or super healthy or super whatever it is that they're focusing on, they feel like they're failing or something's wrong. And I love this perspective because it allows people, it gives them permission to go, oh, okay, I can just breathe for a second. There's something bigger at play. You yeah. know, there's integration happening, which I yeah. love. Absolutely. It, you know, people have an idea, especially in our culture, in the Western world, we have this idea that it's supposed to be bigger, better, faster, stronger, first out of the starting gates, first back home. It, it's a race. And, uh, and, and it's, an amazing, it's an amazing amount of pain that we create for ourselves uh, attempting to live as such. It's, it's not our true destiny. It's not our true nature. Uh, our nature is to belong. Our nature is to be a part of this entire beautiful creation that is here. And the more that we can recognize that and live from that place, the more successful we become because we're not using up our adrenaline and, and pumping our system full of emergency mode chemicals to the degree that, that we're outperforming something uh, only like the tortoise and the hare to yeah. end up you know, exhausting prematurely and wondering why we don't feel good by the time we've created enough abundance in our lives to be able to enjoy life. We're too sick to enjoy it because of what we did to ourselves on the way up. That's so right. you know, my whole disposition with people is, you know, wait a second, you, you've got this. You, you can't fail. You can't do anything wrong. The only thing that you do is take yourself out of the game the moment that you start trying to be bigger, better, faster than you are by your true design. Now, my intention is to teach people how to elevate 
the full capacity of their true design and to be able to to access it, I should say, to access their full capacity. And by doing so, we automatically become more abundant, more fluid, more capable, uh, more rejuvenating, healthier, stronger, longer, um, because we're living within the laws of, of not only natural law, the laws of nature, but cosmic law. We're drawing more high frequency energies into our lives that are helping us to sustain. You know, people ask me, how do you do everything that you do? You, you're on an airplane every week going somewhere in the world, teaching for three, five, seven days straight, and you turn right around and do it again. And then you're on a few interviews in between and helping people with personal sessions before and after all that. How do you do that? And, and the way that that is so for me is that I don't live on my own energy. I live on cosmic energy. I move it through my system, utilize it, and give it back. And I qualify and purify my own system on a constant, regular, uh, repetitive manner so that I'm always feeling younger. I'm always moving further into my, the truth of who I am, which is an eternal being. Uh, and, and so when we're living as that soulful self, we're identifying with, with an entirely different way of living life. And that's, you know, that's what I hope to, to impart a little bit today in our, in our conversation, that there's another way of approaching this, folks, and it doesn't have to be hard. Absolutely. I get asked that question all the time too, you know, having, I was saying to you, we have a, a little girl who's going to be two in April and I'm newly pregnant again. I get this question all the time. They're like, how do you do it all? And I said, it, it's not me, you know, and I think that that's a really important piece that you brought forward is that if people can understand that if you're not utilizing your own personal energy to drive yourself or push yourself or move yourself forward and you're tapping into that higher space and place, whatever people want to call it, the cosmos, the soul, the divine, you know that energy that is ever unfolding and always present to us it supercharges us and it it just it, it's juice like no other you know and yeah. it's exciting and it's interesting because just before the call you know I was, I was sitting and I was tuning in and for some reason this idea of youthfulness kept coming up and you touched on it and I'd like to circle back on it a little bit because I know it's sure. something people think about all the time and they talk about you know aging or aging gracefully and I've just I've done my best to erase that concept from my vocabulary whatsoever, but I like the concept of youthfulness. So when you talk about being plugged into the soul and plugged into the cosmic energy and it's supplying you with that life force, and do you find that anybody can have available access to that? And can it start bringing more youthful energy to anybody? It not only is something we have access to, it is, excuse me, I got a lot of pillows on this couch. Um, it, it actually is who we are. So it's not that we have access to this soulful energy, this divine cosmic energy. It is what we're made of. So all we have to do is stop trying to be something that we're not in order to connect in with what we are and allow this flow to happen. Now, our culture doesn't support that. So people are clueless on how to do that. But the bottom line is, uh, we do have availability. We do have access. And there is, there is no one excluded from that equation. You know, I was a, uh, a doctor treating patients, doing my thing all day long. I was in my 20s. I would have to stop and take a nap at lunchtime to be able to handle the patients in the afternoon. I was seeing 60 people a day. Uh, it, was, oh it, was, it was a busy thing. But the, the, my point is, 
I was using my own linear energy. I was using my own physical energy to make this thing happen. And uh, what has happened in my life is I had a tremendous awakening to a multi-dimensional reality and I perceived myself and reality from uh, a higher dimension than the third dimension in a very big and profound way. And it changed me forever. And what I then did was turn my life into a living laboratory to figure out how to reproduce that, how to live from that space and building circuits to sustain that high frequency vibration. And so in, in living from that place now, I don't consider myself attempting to access an energy to, in order to feel better or to make my life go easier or to, to heal. I, I, my, my vision for my life and my perspective of living is to actually come from that place. So it's like, I'm not act, I'm not plugging into it. I used to plug into it and I could feel the rejuvenation of it. I could feel the rightness and the elevation of it. I could feel the fulfillment and the sensation of being connected to divine source. And, and over the years, I built so much circuitry for sustaining that connection that I moved into it and live as that. And that's really where I'm coming from when I'm working with, with this work. I'm, I'm standing in that vibrational frequency coming out from that place. And, and it's, a different, it's a different reality. It's a little paradigm shift that people ultimately have to accept. They have to find their way to, to that space and live from that space if we ever want to sustainably be able to, um, to carry out its full potential. So we are younger, but it's not because we're trying to become younger. It's because we're not doing the things that make us feel older and we're not driving it in a fashion that uses up our own kinetic energy. We're working rather from a perspective of, um, of flow and we're not trying to be a thing. We're allowing ourselves to be a flow. So it's like, I joke about the fact that people want to be a noun. They want to be a thing that's when in true. reality, they're an action. We are a flowing action that's constantly rejuvenating and replenishing itself. If we could only learn to live from that perspective. And you know, the good news is we can learn how to live from that perspective because uh, that's, that's what I'm uh, teaching people all the time. <laughs> so, uh, and I know that there are many ways to access this. It, 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 it just so happens that, that the work that I've been working with has, has be, become so reproducible and so uh, consistent for so many that it's, it's just becoming uh, very clear in my awareness that, that th this, is, this is doable by anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't matter how old the people are that I'm working with or how young they are, if they can understand just a little bit about what it feels like to come from your heart of hearts to feel your authenticity, to perceive that, to allow it, to honor it, and to come you know, into a conscious management of their own breath to learn how to do that, uh, then they can start to weave things together in a fashion that will allow them to have the experience of uh, the true self. And that's really all that's required to open a different doorway, step into a different reality, and come from that space. So I I'll love stop there that. where you want to go.
Yeah, no, I love that because um, one of the things that I heard in that is it's to just be in it, not trying to get there to get something because I think that happens in our culture, right? Where we are like, okay, I'm going to meditate because it's going to bring me this. I'm going to do my yoga practice because it's going to do me this, or I'm going to do this because it's going to do that. You know, we have this thing set up, but what I heard from what you were saying, which I loved is that it's about getting into the beingness, the ultimate reality of who and what we truly are without the thought of, oh, if I do this, I will be younger. I will be healthier. I will be more abundant or I will be all those things. It's just, it's a natural overflow that begins to happen. And I had a question. Um, how does quantum physics tie into some of the things that you're talking about, being somebody who's studied that and in that uh, world? The whole thing is quantum science. The whole thing is quantum physics. So what, what quantum science is showing us is, is that there is a reality beyond the linear reality that we've been able to perceive. And that's what we've been talking about, that there's a version of you that is, that is a subtle, self there is a subtle version of you of every individual that exists that the mind is not aware of and the mind is has gotten used to depending on these physical tangible things to to call it real that we can see with our five senses etc and what quantum science is showing us is well guess what folks there's a whole other reality behind the scenes of what you can see but it but but what you can see is an effect of how you've been managing that invisible world. And so, so then everybody gets interested in, okay, then I'd like to learn how to manage that invisible world because I don't really like what's showing up in my visible world. And so, so now there's a conditional approach to this, which is unfortunate, but that's how most people come to it. They, they basically say, well, I want to change my physical world, the way that I'm perceiving it. So now I'm interested in learning about spirituality or I'm interested in learning about quantum science or whatever, so that I can have a more masterful impact on my physical environment. And that's true. You will. But the best way to ever truly master it is to come at it from a place of wonder and awe and curiosity and investigation and appreciation and, and a sacred type of approach rather than, well, I want to do this so I can get this and do this so I can get this. Cause trust me, I've been working with people for over 30 years and I know I can see in an instant where someone's coming from. And if their conditionality, it enters the room before they start to speak, it's pretty obvious. And what happens under those circumstances is they just get disillusioned. They just get disappointed. They try all kinds of things and it doesn't work. And then they decide that approach doesn't work. And so they try to find another approach and they, it doesn't work either. And they've got vision boards and they've got all kinds of intentions written and they get up early and they do all these things and it's never going to do the trick. It's never going to do it the trick because it's not a trick. It's really a way of being that you're interested in living. And the beauty of it is it is authentic. It's real. It's solid. It's your heart of hearts. It's what you truly desire, which is to feel loved and connected and to feel that you matter and to, and to know that, the people that you care about can feel and sense and, and perceive how much you care. And you want to be conscientious and you want others to be conscientious. You want to live a life of love. That's what people really want. But they turn it into all kinds of other things along the way. So quantum science is teaching us uh, how to uh, awaken at the spiritual level is what it's really saying. It's really telling us that we find what we're looking for. We find what we're looking for. So if someone is trying to become successful, it means they inherently believe that they're not. And so they're trying to pursue happiness or success or joy. 
and and this is what you were just saying, Dara. It's it's what we set out to pursue creates an assumption that we're not that. And so the that what quantum science is really teaching us is actually what what the indigenous cultures of our planet were also trying to teach us before we had better ideas and kind of snuffed them out uh, until we could have our you know our strength and our our religious stature the way that we thought it should be and our organizations and structures that come in and take over that don't care about the planet and don't care about balance and harmony but we're more interested in being successful and productive and profitable so what we are recognizing through quantum science and through the deep indigenous spiritual realities that have been uh, in our presence for for the millennia is that that we are that which we seek and when we can pray or action from a place of celebration then we're acknowledging that that is true in fact and when we look for the solution to our problem is when we invent the problem we invent the problem because we perceive that we need to pursue something bigger better faster stronger over there uh, not me and so we create the dilemma in our attempts to solve it. So my question to people becomes, what would you be doing with your mind if you weren't creating problems to solve? What would you be doing if you didn't have a problem? What would you be doing if you weren't lacking something? What would you be doing with all that money if you had it? What would you be doing with all that love if it were in your environment? What would you be doing with all that self-esteem if it was turned on inside of you? And people usually don't have the answer to that. They don't really have a good, solid, strong, heartfelt answer to that. And so I encourage people to start answering that question because when we answer that question, the, uh, the wisdom arises, the uh, financial abundance uh, reveals itself, the health um, repairs itself, uh, the system restores itself because we're no longer trying to, at a subconscious level, convince ourselves that we're not enough. And so uh, it's kind of a, a very big answer to your innocent question of, you know, what, what do we do and what's quantum science having to say about all this? And basically, quantum science is teaching us that, that when scientists hook up the equipment to measure if the tiniest particle of the physical world is energy or if it's a substance, a thing, the answer is yes. Okay. So what science I is telling us is that, that it, when we set up the equipment to test if it's a wave, it tests like a wave. And if we set up the equipment to test if it's a thing, it tests like, yeah, it's a thing. So basically, quantum science is telling us that the answer is, is yes. The answer is yes. Whatever your question is, the answer is yes. Well, should I do this? Yes. Well, should I do that? Yes. Or should I do this? Or am I this? Yes. Or am I that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Whatever it is that you're choosing gets to be your choosing. And that's the creation of a reality that gets set into motion. That's how powerful we are. So quantum science, in a sentence, I would say quantum science is teaching us that we're made of God stuff, that we create reality. That's it. We create it. So it's the, so powerful. the for no more victimhood. You know, that's right. what it is. Exactly. It's, it's the opportunity for us to recognize that uh, we can have it our way. We just have to become responsible stewards of, of the whole picture. I'll stop there. I, no, I love it.
because I love the responsibility piece. I think that that's really, really powerful for people to just pause on that a little bit. And I think also understanding and knowing and recognizing and remembering that you are that powerful, that you are that God self to know that every choice, every single choice you're making is a yes. There was something that came through to me years ago. You know, when people think about slogans and, and all these different things, something came down years ago. I was redoing my website and it was life follows your yes. And I didn't even know what this meant when I, when it first came down. And when I really tuned into it, it was exactly what you were talking about. Yes, 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 yes. It was exactly that. Whatever you choose, whatever you focus on, wherever your energy is going. Yes, 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 yes. And I love this. And I think it's so amazing. I have a science background too. And I love science and spirituality coming together because I think it's really, it's powerful and it's important work and it helps like as you know, bridge all of that together. And so for the doubting minds of the skeptics and you know, the people that are in the, in the spiritual world and not, you know, and then there's all this other stuff that they're not quite sure about how certain things work, or then you have the people that are in the science world and they're trying to find the spirituality. I love that these worlds are coming together. So that's why I wanted to ask about the quantum physics and the quantum world, because yes. it's such a beautiful bridge. It's a really yes. beautiful bridge. Yes. It's telling us that we have, the opportunity to rewrite our own DNA expression at quantum science and epigenetics and this, the new sciences that are upon us are telling us that, that we have this, this little smorgasbord of, uh, of everything possible. And we have the opportunity to choose, pick and choose which of that we're going to experience, truly experience in our, in our lives, in our health, in our consciousness, in the lives that we materialize around us, all of it plays a role. And in our free will is, uh, is the gatekeeper on all of this. And so, so epigenetics is teaching us that, that we can change the expression, the chemicals of a cell, that we can change what gets turned on in our DNA structure, that we have the, uh, we have the capacity to just because we are born with a tendency toward a particular disease condition, that we, we can never uh, have to ever experience the symptoms or the outpicturings of that condition because of what we learn how to express through our own DNA. So it's, it's Isn't like- that exciting? Like as you say that, this, there's a part of me that I'm like, you know, like jumping up and down because it's, it's so exciting to know that whatever you're born with or born into, that that doesn't have to dictate your path. Absolutely. You know? That's it. That's, and that's what I spend my, my day doing is working with people in, in this way. You know, they have particular conditions, whether it is a mental or an emotional or a physical disorder that, that they have acquired in the course of their lifetime or that they feel and were told that they were born into, that, that are, things are getting uh, adjusted and, and transitioned in a much different direction now that we have the science, and this is an interesting thing, now that we have the science to validate this, it allows the truths that spirituality have been telling us uh, forever to be acceptable by the average un, uh, untrained uh, mind. You know, our, our reality, particularly in the United States, is rather immature when it comes to our spiritual awareness and our capacity to uh, live from a place of wisdom. We're bouncing around the top of the surface of the planet, trying to get this happening and that happening and make this. And, and it's, you know, it's an admirable uh, quality, the ins inspiration and the enthusiasm, but there is, there is a lacking of a deep wisdom 
that that is is birthing itself. I shouldn't say it's lacking. It's just birthing itself through our culture at this time. And and the, thank goodness that the beauty of the new sciences is uh, helping to bridge that 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 discussion for people, so that these skeptical minds, which is really just a just frankly an immature mind that is remaining skeptical skeptical when you look at all of the science that is available to us today that someone would not believe that we are empowered individuals that have the ability to choose our our outcomes in life and to experience the abundance by letting go and forgiving but then moving on to a mind that is not judging into a reality that is accepting and embracing that everything that is happening is good and is working in our favor, that when we can start to, to, to really work with all of this in an integrative fashion, uh, we mature ourselves into a different reality. And in doing so, we step out of fight or flight and survivor, survivorship and high performance mode needed for some kind of validation. And we slide into this amazing version of life that is so sustainably magnificent that it, it's a wonder that we ever um, survived the survivorship that, you know, it becomes darn near miraculous that we made it, you know, yeah. to this place where, where we're, uh, we're just embracing the bounty that's upon us. And, and so, uh, you know, the, the work that I do is about teaching people how to land, how to ground the mind, how to pull it into the core of the being so that we can start to perceive how the, this true essence is truly revealing. And quantum science is showing us that, that we have an ability to move physical matter with our mind. That when we think a thought, if you create a vacuum, meaning you have this, this uh, you take a glass cylinder and you, and you suck everything out of it, and there are just a few randomly placed photons in there, when we think a thought into that experiment, the photons arrange in accordance with the thought that we thought. And if we walk away from the experiment and come back, they're still in that state. They're still in the same pattern, which means that what we do with our minds has an effect on our physical reality, not only our DNA structure, but our physical world. And so when we can accept that, we start to realize the power that we possess. And, and the more that we lean into that, the more we recognize that if I direct my attention to my inner core, I'm going to have access to a, the deep wisdom that for thousands of years has been uh, demonstrated on the eastern half of our planet, the eastern culture. Uh, you know, one of the most important things that are written in the Vedas and the Upanishads and the ancient texts and, and a little over their neighbors, written in the hieroglyphs, some of the most important messages that have been told to us for the millennia uh, is that we are to withdraw our senses inwardly if we ever truly want to know the secret of life, if we ever truly want to know our true nature. And it is, it's a term called pratyahara in India and Sanskrit terminology, and it means to, to pull your attention back home, to come inward, and to feel and to sense and to perceive a deeper truth than the one that we perceive and are working with as we bounce along the surface of, of the planet out here trying to make it work and make it happen. 
And as we do, we access this deep universal wisdom that I've been referring to since we started our conversation today. And, and so we create a photon pattern arrangement in our own core that becomes thick enough and dense enough that our sensory system can pick up on that gut feeling and that hunch that we've been, uh, you know, uh, experiencing every once in a while. We begin to experience it consistently so that we're never not living there, that we're never not in touch with that gut feeling and that deep wisdom and that, that intuition or that hunch that periodically has made its way through the scramble that we're living in. And so as we do that, uh, we begin to have a continual flow of knowingness that generates our life experience, that chooses for us, that, that doesn't deliberate and doubt and have to ask six friends what to do before you ever decide. You just know, you just go, you just do it. And then you're already down the road doing the next thing uh, by the time you would have finished that original, you know, conversation with your six friends. So a lot more gets accomplished because you're not making it complicated and you're not I using up your resources, uh, you know, in an unnatural I love way. that. No, because it touches on trust, right? Because that's a, that's a question that I get a lot from clients all the time. How do I trust? How do I trust my intuition? How do I trust what's coming down the pipelines? You know, how do I trust? How do I trust? And one of the things that I, I, I was thinking about, do you find, because I find this when I'm in that practice, whatever it may be, and it changes every day, especially now having babies. Uh, but, you know, being in that practice every day allows me to sustain that field and to be in that space longer and longer. Have you found that for yourself? That if, like it, the, the more people practice or in that state, because the thought, this is what led me to thinking about that question was I was thinking about all the distractions in the world. I know you get people, they'll leave their house and, you know, I can hear Aria, she's crying in the next room. She's like, mommy, 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 like all the distractions of the world, right? And this happens all the time. Do you find that by someone having that practice and having the tools to be in that state, to remember that state, if they're in that longer and longer, it creates, like you're talking about this field, to be able to, I don't know what the right word is, maybe keep yourself centered so that you're not so distracted by the things that happen out there more and more? Yes, it's, it's a resonance. You, built, you, you build a cellular resonance, a cellular familiarity with being in this expanded, more trusted state. You're in a trusted relationship with the universe. You're in a trusted relationship with the way things go because you know that every single thing that comes you're going to have a way of collaborating with it and creating something because of what's happening instead of trying to control what happens so that you can keep yourself safe in a predictable kind of manner, which keeps you small. You allow yourself to have access to a greater flow of possibility because you know that whatever possibility flows your way, you have access to this deep wisdom, which allows you to collaborate and co-create with whatever is arising. So there's no boundary on what your sense of safety is connected to. There's no conditionality to your sense of well-being. So you're available. And the more available you are, the bigger you are, the more abundant you are. And so this sense of well-being is sustained, not because of anything you're trying to do, but because you're not trying to do anything. You recognize the well-being that was underneath it all, all along but you never had access to that because we were busy living out here in a false self. Let me just quickly give this analogy. I, I teach in my coursework 
that when we land here, we kind of splat and we splat and we disperse and our energy gets dispersed and in its dispersed state, it, um, it becomes weaker and less potent for accomplishing, for piercing through veils, for generating things or manifesting. And so in the course of our lives, what we have to do is pull all that back together and not be splatted, but be recollected, reconnected with the mind and the body and the breath that all went in different directions during that splat. And so, so what, what, we're, what we are contending with currently is once we splat and we disperse and our mind goes one way and our body goes another and our breath and the spirit is just hanging out trying to figure out if it's ever going to be safe to come here and live fully because it looks pretty uh, filleted out there. So while in that splatted state, we create this false self out on the perimeter. We direct our attention outward to see if we're safe, to figure out if we belong, to see if we're smart enough or if we're doing things right, or if anybody saw us splat. It's that kind of a, you know, kind of that thing that you do when you, when you slip on the ice, you fall down, you look around to see, you know, I don't know why, but we immediately look around to see if anybody saw us fall, right? It's like, what's that about? So, so in this splatted state, we develop a false self, a false personality, a, a protective personality, an ego. And so I call it the protective personality because people don't seem to mind having a protective personality, but they don't really like to, to be told that they have an ego. So right. in this protective personality, we develop ways of behaving and living and exchanging with people. And we have a view of ourselves, of who we are. And it's not the truth. It's, it's bigger in some ways than is real. And it's much smaller in some ways than is real. And it causes so much pain. But we live from there. We think it's true. We live in our heads to protect it, to maintain it, to sustain it, and we outrun it with everything we've got. And it's just exhausting. It's what makes us old. And so when we crack that open and realize, oh my God, that's what's been going on with me, and I had no idea, and I still have no idea the ways that it's affecting me, but at least I know it's probably happened in my life because it happens with 100% of humanity. Exactly. But <laughs> Okay, so it probably includes you too, right? Me too. It probably does. And so, and I so, even think about just quickly, I think about our daughter, you know, being just over a year and a half. And I watch her go through this because before she was born, I had visions of her and I saw her. And every time I'd be doing energy work or soul coaching sessions, she'd be in all my sessions. So I have this very, very vivid memory of who she really is, like on the most grand, glorious, awesome scale and coming in i still see that in her but i watch her battle this splat you're talking about yeah. i watch her battle that where she yeah. you know the body's wanting something or the identity's wanting something or it's it, you know i see yeah. her fighting herself where yeah. she'll do something and i just i hold space for her and i'll just be like whoa you know and i just hold the space and i remember her yeah. you know and then all of a sudden she comes back and she's like oh mommy you know and i can see it in her yeah. and it's just I was like, this is what we all went through. Like, yes. And many oh. are still going through. So oh. here's the deal. So how old is she? She's almost two. She'll be two in okay. April. Well, you just keep telling her, I remember you. You just keep yeah. saying, I know who you are. When she's yeah. upset or she's fretting, when she gets to be three and four and five, you're going to need this. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> in that, you just keep telling her, hey, you know, I understand that you're feeling this way right now. And I remember who's underneath all this. 
and I want you to remember her. And you just keep describing her. You just keep describing her to her so that she realizes that there's a real her that's in there. And there's this her that's out here having this, this struggle and that she can never lose sight of the one that's behind the scenes. And, and at least she'll have a hold of it enough as she's going through, you know, the years to come to be able to have some kind of uh, a connection or at least an awareness that it's there. Uh, because we do have to go through what she's going through. It's part of being here, but we don't have to make it painful. And so, you know, she's blessed to have you as her steward to help remind her that it doesn't have to be painful and to teach her how to have that happen with grace. Because ultimately, we do pull it back together to the point that we never let go of it. And it, 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 it requires generating this photon density. I'm writing a book right now that I'm releasing with uh, Simon and Schuster uh, next year at this time. And so, and so this information is here, uh, it's, you know, it's just coming right through because it's, it's, it's what we need. And, it, and, I, and this, this book is going to be a, a user manual on, on not only this truth, but what to do about it and how to work with back inside, you know, outside out and inside in again. And so, uh, it, you know, the, the, the key that I just want to share with everyone today is that it is 100% entirely possible for you to pull all that splat back together and weave that together again and live from that place. And by creating enough sensory uh, input into the core of your system, your nervous system will pick up on the truth of you and not be dispersed out into the world so easily again, losing track of who you really are. Uh, we get pulled onto the bright, shiny things. We get distracted into the whoever, whatever is new and flashy and making the biggest noise, etc. And we get pulled into thinking that that's real. And, you know, that's the name of the game is can I go to earth and do this thing and splat and pull myself back together and get onto it before my days are done and I can actually live life from that place instead of just getting it in the last, you know, five days or five minutes of my life. You know, we're going to get it either way. That's the good news, folks. You don't, yeah. you can't leave without getting what I'm talking about. It's the, it's the name of the game. So you're going to get it. You know, my job and, and uh, our job here in this conversation today is to, is to get you to recognize that, oh, not only can I do this, I can do it. I can do it ahead of time. I can have this work in my favor all along the way. And there are certain steps that I must take and certain things that I must realize in order to make that be a graceful journey and uh, and that information is available it's available and that's what i teach in the energy codes and and certainly what what uh you know these conversations are all about so. i love it so much i love this conversation and i love everything that's come through because i think it's so important and like you said it's needed at this time your book coming out next year it's needed at this time everything that you're yeah. speaking about absolutely essential right now because people are we, we have been waking up we're continuously waking up but you know i don't know about you but for me i keep getting this message of like it has to be now like bring it now bring it now you know and so as we all open our eyes and we open our minds and our hearts and we bring everything together of, of what you're talking about it really is going to provide each and every one of you the capacity and the ability to create everything that you've ever wished about, everything you've ever dreamt about, everything that you've known deep inside of your core, having all of that unfold in front of you because you're taking responsibility for it, because you are standing in it, because you are remembering who you truly are. And I am so grateful for this conversation. 
so grateful. There's certain moments you've been talking and I get those little like, you know, coming through. So thank you. Anything else that you want to bring forward before we close out the call? And I know you have a special gift that I want to talk about too in a second, but anything else that you feel called to bring forward? Well, just what you were just saying right now about you feeling this thing coming through. Uh, And we were also talking about trust earlier and the energies of trust and faith are energies that are so high frequency. They're not really confined to the physical body. And when we open our mind to the big, bigger picture concepts that we're talking about, it allows the mind field literally to open and something to drop down in that wasn't accessible just a moment before. And so we get this shrill and this feeling like something's just you know coming down upon us, and it is. And what's coming down upon you is the rest of who you are. And, and so in, in, a, in a chakra center just above the top of your head, um, chakra eight is considered the North Star chakra. And it has energy associated with it that is, is the you that you would tap if you were to be in faith, if you were to be in a state of trust, it would be open automatically. So my invitation for everyone is to breathe from beyond your head down through your body into your belly and then to exhale down into the earth and then inhale up from the earth because there's another energy center in the earth that serves you even more in another way uh, which grounds you and anchors you and integrates you it's your embodiment chakra and you breathe up from the earth up through the core of your body and exhale out the top of your head back to this place overhead that we were just talking about and Continue to breathe up and down through this central channel with every breath that you're taking and make it a conscious breath so that you are awakening to the subtle self, to that subtle realm behind the scenes that is in your favor that quantum science is trying to show us, that everything is expanding, including you and your life and your own consciousness and your own potential. And so we want to collaborate with that expansion and allow change to be your friend and not resist it. And so one of the ways to enhance that is to breathe through this central channel from beyond the body physically, through the body, to beyond the body, up through the body, to beyond the body, constantly enhancing your connection to the unseen parts of you. The parts of you that quantum science are telling us are actually Uh, the spirit being that is able to manifest in the physical world in ways that we were not aware of before we were given permission to think in such terms. And so permission granted, let's begin. Let's just do this and and allow it to truly serve uh, our own soul purpose while we're alive and healthy and vital on the planet and still have time to play instead of just spend the rest of our years trying to find a smarter way to survive. So I'll just leave it at that. I love that. And one of the things that just popped into my awareness when you were saying that is that it it kind of touches on that idea or I guess idea where people are looking for that sole purpose. You know, when people ask that big question, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? And everything that what you brought forward today, it, it reminds me and I hope it reminds everyone listening too that the sole purpose of who you are is who you are you know it's that soul divinity that everything of what you're searching for again my feeling and knowing and what i what i really know and hear and here and here and here and everywhere is that in that connection piece it's all going to drop down 
it's all going to be there. It's all going to be present. It's all going to unfold. So then the search and the scramble to try to find it, which is what we all want to find it will, the finding the searching, it'll stop because it'll all just be there. And that I just, I love, I love. Absolutely. That's it. I want to thank you too, even on a personal level, because, you know, I've, I've been an energy healer, gosh, for as long as I can remember officially as a business for over 15 years. And some of the things that you were talking about, you know, that the two channels and the central channel and everything else, you, you affirmed something that has come through me. So it's so nice to hear someone else speak about Mm -hmm. it because the first time I've actually heard someone else from from where you said everything you know, everything that you are and everything that you've practiced. So I want to thank you because it really reaffirmed what was intuitively dialed in for me as well. So that's just on a personal level. I have to thank you for that mm. because it's really, yeah, right. it's really great. Pleasure. Yeah. And I highly recommend that you guys keep an eye out for Dr. Sue's book when it comes out next year. We'll keep you guys updated as well as when that comes out. And if you want to learn more about Dr. Sue's work, everything she's up to, what she's got going on, if you want to take some courses with her, uh, please check out what she's got going on. You've even sparked my interest here. I'm like, ooh, I got to learn more. I got to study study with this gal, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because there's such a resonance. There's a there's that resonant field, you know. She's speaking my language, uh, but she does have a really beautiful free gift for you guys called. Uh, fear into fire and it's an mp3 and we're going to put the description here as to what that is and you guys will have access to that we're going to provide the link for you so all you have to do is click the link to have access to it and that's uh sue's gift to all of you for being here and for participating anything that you want to talk about regarding that mp3 that could highlight it or anything anybody should know uh no it's a it's a um it's a, a very straightforward conversation that anyone that that you know uh, is going to be able to listen to. I had several engineers and uh, some mathematicians and some very, uh, very left brain people in the studio with me on purpose so that wow. I could explain these big picture ideas and then have to land them in a very tangible fashion to make it make logical sense and make it as linear as we could uh, possible. So I, I can see energy. And so I would have them sitting there, and if if their energy didn't drop in and light up, then I knew I hadn't made a connection with them yet. And so and so we would we would re-record the answer, and I'd oh, keep going wow. until I saw it land. And so I think you'll enjoy. Oh, uh, that's awesome. That you no know, friends that you have might also enjoy it that are maybe even less open to such you know, such, uh, such the conversation. So, so that's what that's about. But I have gotten so much uh, tremendous feedback about that one, as far as people really just training their brain to operate differently. Now, my work goes much deeper than all of that, but it's a really good place for people to start. And, uh, and then, you know, you of course can, uh, can uh, visit our website, like us on Facebook, do the things that, that, uh, that you know how to access more information. It is definitely an entire institute of of teachings here available for you. So, that's and what, what is the website? What's the best website for people to check out? Sure, uh, www.drsuemorter.com. So it's D R S U E M O R T E R.com. And it'll awesome. take you right through uh, anywhere you want to go. It's, it's very Perfect. easy to navigate. Perfect. We'll make sure we post the link there for you. And I want to thank you so much for being here, so much for sharing all your wisdom, your truth, your goodness, your soulfulness. You are such a shining bright light in this world. And I bless every 
being every aspect a part of you because you are honestly, you know, I watched this full circle thing come around from agape to the last 10 years and where we sit right here and now. And, and it's so essential, the work that you're doing and what you're bringing through. And I want to thank you for, for, for you, for you. (laughs) It is my greatest pleasure. You know, it's, it's my life purpose. And by the way, our sole purpose is to awaken to our magnificent creatorship to awaken to the fact that we are made of God stuff. That's what your sole purpose is. And, and then to learn how to just roll that out any way you choose. And, and I'm definitely uh, embodying that living. My life has become a laboratory and, uh, and I have, a, I have a great amount of joy sharing my findings with everyone. So it's a, it's my, my true honor, my pleasure. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I can't wait to have another awesome conversation about rising consciousness and elevate everything in your world. I, I don't know where we're going to go from here because this just did it for me. This whole conversation, I'm like, Woof, okay, we're good. We're good to go. <laughs> so thank you again, Dr. Sue, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Have such a sweet day. Thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of the Rising Consciousness Show. For more high vibration conversations, meditations, energy activations, and tips and tools on creating your most exceptional life, we lovingly invite you to connect with us at academyoflight.ca. The website is www.academyoflight.ca. It is time to create your heaven on earth experience and we look forward to sharing this beautiful journey with you. You're listening to Rising Consciousness, yeah. Woo! Woo!